A vision of electric waves undulating along limpid, invisible molecular highways. Hello and welcome to Nick's Snack for Neologism's episode 53, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered blithe, rue, and vilify, and in this episode, we're covering propitiate, limpid, and obsequious. Before we start our new words, let's review our words from last episode. Our first word was blithe, and our mnemonic was be light. Do you remember the definition? for Blythe? Pick the word most closely related to Blythe. Mad, charming, ineluctable, indifferent, or sensual. Mad, charming, ineluctable, indifferent, or sensual. We would say indifferent because the word Blythe either means really happy or indifferent, and we thought of be light as in be carefree, be indifferent to remember its definition. Then we had the word rue, and we thought of the word ruin and how we might feel if our day was ruined. What does this word mean? Pick the word most closely related to rue. Accept, regret, purge, calculate, or sprint. Accept, regret, purge, calculate, or sprint. We would say regret because rue means to regret something, to wish it hadn't happened, and if our day was ruined, that is certainly the day we will rue. Lastly, we had vilify, and we thought of villains, the perfect recipient of our vilification. What does the word vilify mean? Pick the word most closely related to vilify. Bemoan, subjugate, shame, ignite, or purge. Bemoan, subjugate, shame, ignite, or purge. We would say shame because to vilify someone is to denigrate them, to damage their reputation by talking smack about them. And we remembered villains are the perfect target for our vilification. All right, that wraps it up for our review. Let's begin our new words. Our first word is propitiate. Doing something on the same year is supposed to propitiate the gods in some way. It's a way it's ordained that these things happen at a given time. Above all, with the virtuous deeds and words, with such they propitiate the divinity. You offer a sacrifice to propitiate God, you offer a sacrifice to satisfy God, and that opens the way of access, and this house becomes a house of prayer. Propitiate. P-R-O-P-I-T-I-A-T-E. Propitiate. P-R-O-P-I-T-I-A-T-E. It's a verb, and it means to appease, to favorably incline, to conciliate. So maybe you aggravated your significant other yesterday and you want to make amends. And so today you are going to propitiate them to make them feel better by buying them some flowers and some chocolate. Propitiate. I want you to look at the word propitiation with me for a little bit tonight. The word propitiation means satisfaction. Satisfaction. To propitiate someone is to satisfy someone. 
So here's a silly and convoluted way we can remember this word's definition, propitiate. It almost looks like it has the word profit in it, and it almost looks like it has the word initiate in it. So we're going to remember to initiate the prophet's work, propitiate, to appease and make peace with the world. Initiate the prophet's work by making peace with the world, propitiate. All right, pick the word most closely related to propitiate. Oppose, decrease, pacify, confess, or preserve. Oppose, decrease, pacify, confess, or preserve. We would say pacify because to pacify someone is to appease them. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to propitiate and the antonym as well. Depict, tackle, agitate, sedate, or borrow. Depict, tackle, agitate, sedate, or borrow. So sedate was our synonym because sedation relates to calmness and calmness relates to propitiate. And agitated was our antonym because those who are appeased aren't agitated. The idea of propitiate is to atone, to satisfy, to assuage. And that's what Jesus has done. I can't see how a legal mechanism could be devised to propitiate the Chinese in the, in the way the question outlined until China understands the significance of law. Many summer festivals, such as the Gion, were to propitiate Shinto Kami in the hopes that they would save the population from pestilence, earthquake, and warfare. that's the word propitiate and it means to appease or to make amends and we thought of a prophet initiating her work bringing peace to the world let's move on to our next word which is limpid Rabasa's version of the Autumn of the Patriarch, a work whose immensely complex and convoluted sentences make it an even greater challenge than the limpid clarity and straight-faced comedy of 100 Years of Solitude, is perhaps an even greater achievement. To use these figures sparingly in order to use the poem to present a limpid or transparent window onto the natural world. In soup, only clear broths, it must be limpid, he once said. Limpid, L-I-M-P-I-D, limpid, L-I-M-P-I-D. It's an adjective and it has three closely related definitions. You ready? Here they are. Limpid can mean clear or transparent, like the water or the air, for instance. We might be able to see the bottom of a limpid pond. Or limpid could also mean free from obscurity, something that is clear, like limpid prose or limpid account of events or a limpid philosophical paper or limpid can also mean completely calm without stress or worry. And the blood and the limpid serum just gushed out from a broken heart. So although this word has slightly varying definitions, I'd really just say we can take this either literally to express the physical clarity of something or metaphorically to express the conceptual clarity of something. So here's our mnemonic. We are going to say limpid, lucid, liquid. 
limpid, lucid, liquid, and that's going to help remember limpidness means clearness or clarity. All right, pick the word most closely related to limpid. Obvious, nauseating, endurable, imaginary, or civil. Obvious, nauseating, endurable, imaginary, or civil. Obvious most closely relates to limpid. Here's a harder one. Pick the word most closely related to limpid. And pick the antonym as well. Adventurous, secret, inconclusive, public, or makeshift. So we want kind of a synonym and an antonym. Adventurous, secret, inconclusive, public, or makeshift. So public was our most closely related word. We can think of something that is open to the public or public information as being things that might be clear or transparent. And our antonym was secret because if something is secretive, it might be obscured from our view or difficult to understand. Students also loved his limpid prose. He used a faux Hemingway style to tell the story behind the case while laying out his sympathies for all to see. It's beautiful with its emerald hills and quiet vales and lofty mountains and limpid streams. The sequestered pool reflecting the quivering trees with the yellow leaf sleeping on its bosom and the trout roaming fearlessly about its limpid waters. Right, that's the word limpid and it means clear transparent and without stress or worry we thought of limpid lucid liquid let's move on to our last word which is obsequious he lunged in the opposite direction he started as i mentioned to uh, get in the room with evil to not denounce and became almost obsequious when he earned the nickname serbio for instance He did this to such an extent that some found him obsequious. The Mello even earned the nickname Serbio for his perceived closeness to Slobodan Milosevic during the Balkan War of the early 1990s. One viewer that you care about right now, and you're being obsequious, no, you're being a fact no, totem in order to being. please him, okay? No. And I think I've wasted enough of my you viewers' time. You know who I So I have to apologize because this certainly is one of my favorite words and I thought we had covered it episodes ago, but much to my chagrin we hadn't. So here it is, obsequious, obsequious, O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-O-U-S, obsequious, O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-O-U-S. It's an adjective and it means characterized or showing servile agreeableness or someone who is very obedient and dutiful. He did not know any man who could be more obsequious than Mr. Stanton when he pleased. So when I think of this word, I think of someone who is hunched over, has a low self-confidence, and they are slavishly submissive. If you want the perfect contemporary pop culture example of someone who is obsequious, think Smithers on The Simpsons. Here are some obsequious clips of Smithers I found on YouTube. Never gone behind Mr. Burns' back before, but Sideshow Bob's ultra-conservative views conflict with my choice of lifestyle. No one will want to kiss me after these, eh, Smithers? Well, it's their law, sir. 
People like dogs, Mr. Burns. Nonsense. Dogs are idiots. Think about it, Smithers. If I came into your house and started sniffing at your crotch and slobbering all over your face, what would you say? Uh, if you did it, sir. You see me as a god, right, Smithers? Absolutely, sir. You'd kneel before me? Boy, would I. So here's how I remember this word. Obsequious. Obsessed. And then the Q-U-I part, qui rhymes with knee. So I think of someone who is obsessed with being on their knee, and that makes me think of someone who is a servant or servile. We can also look at the word root of obsequious, which is sequi or sequi, which means to follow, like in the words sequela or sequence or consequence or inconsequential. And we can all see how those words relate to something following something else or not following something else. So that's another way we can remember this word's definition as we think of someone who follows someone else. All right, pick the word most closely related to obsequious, innocent, sweet, invincible, uptight, or flattering. Innocent, sweet, invincible, uptight, or flattering. We would say flattering most closely relates to obsequious. Here's a hard one. Pick the word most closely related to obsequious and pick the antonym as well. Nervous, adaptable, forgettable, obstinate, or wide. Nervous, adaptable, forgetful, obstinate, or wide. So adaptable was our most closely related word. If you are obsequious, you have to be adaptable to your master's wishes. And obstinate was our antonym because those who are obsequious certainly aren't headstrong or hard-headed. Am I operating with clarity, with language people can understand rather than trying to be obsequious about it, right? criticizing Joe Biden for being too obsequious. I yeah. mean, come on. A little bit of projection. Yeah, let's, let's get real. That's much more complicated than meets the eye because if you bow too low in front of this body, um, then the American press will criticize you for being obsequious. And if you don't bow low enough, then it doesn't do the job. Right, that's the word obsequious and it means very obedient and agreeable like a servant and we thought of obsessed with being on the knee to cue us into its definition let's do a quick review of our words to see if we can remember them our first word was propitiate and we thought of initiating the prophet's work what does propitiate mean it means to appease, to assuage, to pacify, to make amends for something or to someone. Then we had limpid, and we thought of limpid, lucid, liquid. What does limpid mean? It means clear, transparent, free from obstruction and without worry. And lastly, we had obsequious, and we thought of being obsessed with being on one knee. What does obsequious mean? 
that means servile and obedient. All right, that wraps it up for our review. I want to give a quick shout out to one of my listeners by the name of Daniel Goodson. He's from Switzerland and he has his own language learning podcast as well over at My Fluent Podcast. That's My Fluent Podcast. Daniel is learning English and so his podcast offers unique strategies to help people learn a second language. So if you might be learning another language or if you want tips on the best way to learn another language, please check out Daniel's podcast over at My Fluent Podcast on iTunes. Here's an excerpt of one of his latest episodes where he interviews an Indian man who's trying to learn English and the Indian shares with us some insight into how he himself learned English. On this episode of My Fluent Podcast, the question is quite simple. It's how can I improve my English vocabulary? If a person knows between 5,000 and 10,000 words, he should concentrate on how to use the words he knows more effectively rather than accumulating more words in his memory. I reached where I am today by reading voraciously, listening carefully, noting down new words and reviewing them often and with occasional short bursts of concentrated efforts on listing new words and committing them to memory. All right, that wraps it up for episode 53. Thanks for listening. Please leave me a review on iTunes if you haven't, and we'll see you on episode 54. Bye-bye.